Welcome, welcome, welcome to another exhilarating, thrilling, and all-around fulfilling episode of the In Search SEO Podcast, your home for tantalizing SEO talk. In this episode, we jump on zero result SERPs. They're back, but why? What's different now than it was back then, and why does it matter? Plus, what's the overall impact of zero result SERPs? I am your host with the least edgy name on the planet, Morty Oberstein. And I am joined by the ambitious, the tenacious, the ferocious Jacqueline Harkum. All right. Well, thank you for that semi-lovely intro. Try having a name with 10 letters and being in the <laughs> second grade learning cursive. Uh, right. No, seriously, my parents could have chosen any other name, literally shorter than Jacqueline. Right. Well, don't even get me started on my middle name. You know what? It's, it could be worse. Your name could be Morty yeah. because that's just so cool. So cool. I have the kind of name that... It drives people to run down to the courthouse to change their name to Slash. Oh, God. Yeah, do you know Slash's real name? Well, do you know who Slash is from Guns uh, N' Roses? Was it Jacqueline? If uh, it was, yes. If it was Morty, now I get why he gave himself a nickname. Ooh, Ooh. I, I get it too, okay? <laughs> well, okay. So I'm a big rock and roll guy. We haven't gotten to the podcast about me being a big big music guy. But since I was about seven years old, I've been like really into music. Not playing, listening. Uh, Slash's real name, the lead guitarist from Guns N' Roses and then Velvet Revolver with STP Scott Weiland, Saul Hudson. Yep, now you could rock out to him like <laughs> Saul. Hey, Saul, yeah, yeah Saul. Go, Saul. Right, so that's why his name is Slash. All right, well, let's rock out then to no organic results on the SERP. Because this is what's hot in SEO. Red Hots, get your Red Hots here. Well, this is one that was sure to make some folks hot under the collar, that's for sure. Jacqueline, tell the good people what they've won. You've won an all-paid trip to Europe. I wish, you wish, but just as exciting, Google is again testing zero results SERPs for time and calculation queries. Well, isn't that exciting? Yes. Actually, I don't think it's a test this time. <laughs> this time, it's for real. I've always wanted to say that. I've for always real. wanted to say that wishes do come true. Okay. Oh, man. So I don't know where to begin with this thing. All right. All right. Okay. Relax. One, <laughs> two. Breathe in. Breathe out. Okay. So let's start with some history. The year, 2018. That's this year in case you didn't know what year it was. Um, the month, March. The event, my birthday. The other event, Google shows no organic results on the SERP. Say what? Come on. You all know this. Back in March, there was a test that Google ran where they showed no organic results on the SERP. But you got an answer box. Yeah, but you got an answer box. Um, and this was, right. And this was, uh, okay, this is for queries like what time is it now, uh, weather in London, uh, what's the weather in Timbuktu, and so forth. And it was on mobile, and it was on desktop, and it was for about a week. And y'all and me freaked the freak out. <laughs> no organic results? Bad Google. Bad, bad, bad Google. Um, the only way to see organic results was by clicking on a button. And where is the justice in that? I want justice. So after a week, Sir Danny Sullivan said, quote, update. We have enough data and feedback, which is appreciated, to conclude that the condensed view experiment should stop. For now, the team will look at improving when and how it happens. Okay, let's just digest that for a moment. Was the issue really when this showed up? As if Google was doing a poor job matching up when there should be no organic results on the SERP? Uh, come on. Okay, now catch this. He said, for now. This will stop for now. We have enough data. What data? What are you trying to see here? Okay, well... For now, obviously meant November 2018 because they're back, okay? That's when his royal local awesomeness, Sergey the SERP feature finder, Alakov, spotted zero results SERPs again. 
pause for effect. Because as I mentioned, this time, it's for real. I got to do it twice. I got to do it twice. Okay. Oh for real what? <laughs> no results? Uh, they weren't real last time? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So last time, yes. Having a zero result SERP was for real. Okay. But look at you. I'm rubbing off on you. The yeah. sarcasm. Wow. A little okay. Thank you. Okay. I think that's a compliment, by the way. <laughs> All right. Um, no, okay, it was real, but it wasn't as real as Google officially announcing this is normal. Like I said, it's not really a test this time. Okay, it's 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 there. I'm just going to read what Barry Schwartz wrote because it was perfect. Okay, Barry said, quote, I can't impersonate Barry. I wish I could. Um, I don't think anyone can. Well, Barry is, Barry, by the way, is probably my favorite person in the SEO industry. I love Barry. Aww. Okay, yeah. Right. Barry said, not to get all gushy. Barry said, this is not a joke. Google has officially launched showing zero results, zero search results. Sorry, I botched it. Okay, so this time around, we're seeing the same thing, zero result SERPs for limited date queries, calculations, you know, uh, how many meter are in a foot. Um, okay, so yeah, how many meter are in a foot, Jacqueline? <laughs> Uh, three point something. I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue. This is I, too early in the I morning. Think, I think it's a first. Uh, I think it's I think it's like three point one feet in a meter. Uh, right? Uh, uh, that's pretty good. I don't know. I don't know. know. I'm not, I don't yeah. know. We could Google it. Stupid Americans. We don't know anything about meters. <laughs> <laughs> meters. Yeah. Uh, Fahrenheit to Celsius. Come on. Don't yeah. Right, no, again, no. dumb Google Americans. Google it. Okay. <laughs> Google it. You'll get no results. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this time though. Zero results SERPs show just on mobile, not on desktop. And the key, and here's the key question, okay? This is the key question. You ready? In three, two, and one. Why? <laughs> I was like, you're waiting for something different? No, it's for real. Okay, yeah. Why is it just on mobile this time around? And boom, okay? A little critical analysis right there. Calm yourself. I cannot Calm be tamed. My wife wishes. <laughs> no one puts baby in the corner. Okay, but seriously, why just mobile? And to answer that, we have to answer, why does Google pull this shtick anyway? Shtick? Yeah, shtick. Nonsense, games, absurdity. It's a word that people named Morty know. What, they don't say shtick in the valley? Oh, us valley girls, we know how to get our shtick on. I'm not sure how to take that. Okay, uh, I've discussed this briefly a few weeks ago, but let me get more into it now. But before I do... This is a theory. It is not conclusive. So before y'all jump out of your seat, it's a theory. It's meant to be deep, logical, and intriguing. So Jacqueline, where does Google place most of its focus now? Desktop or mobile? Duh, mobile. Trick question. Oh, God. AI and voice search. What are you talking about? I am talking about Google CEO declaring, and I quote, an important shift from a mobile-first world to an AI first world. Well, looky there, okay? Now, what sits at the center of AI? Sure, search, but what else? Voice search. Voice search, yes, which is still an infant. Again, according to Google CEO in January of 2017, voice search is still in its, quote, very early days. So we have a juggernaut in Google trying to advance voice search, and they put a lot into doing that. And by the way, that's why I think of all this talk of Google, like Nixon, going to China, or in this case, back to China. Why? Because Google has been recruiting AI specialists in China for some time now. Huh. That's a coinky dink. <laughs> but voice search has problems. And I'm not talking technical problems or language problems. We've gotten to that a little bit in the past. It has user problems. It has trust problems. Like it's like a relationship. It has trust issues. Um, like, for example, is Google recording my voice? And there was a significant accusation of that in the past. And I am not saying that that's actually a problem. I am purely speaking optics here. 
Okay, um, how about is AI itself trustworthy? And that's where the data from Charlie Harris that we looked at a few weeks ago comes in. Users are not very cool with AI when it comes to making a transaction. They don't trust it. Um, is the brand trustworthy? I, I mean, accurate or not, okay? But Google's CEO going to Congress to address political bias in search results is not good PR. Okay, and why does trust matter so much with voice search? And here it is. And it's so good when it hits the lips, to quote Will Ferrell. It's so good. Because there are no results, no list, no blue links, no variety, no list of results in voice search, right? So all you have is that Google is willing, ready, and able to give you. And do you trust Google with that one true answer? And what better way to test and see just how comfortable users are with the one true answer of voice search than by taking away all of your options on the SERP and seeing if you click on the button to bring them back. And that, I think, is the data Danny Sullivan is talking about. We've collected enough data. What data? There only is one piece of data they can really collect here, and that's if whether or not you clicked on the button to see more results or if whether or not you were happy with whatever answer box Google offered you. Okay. I'm, of course, not saying this is the only reason behind the move. This is a theory and a good one. Sure. Okay. Why show results when the user will click on nothing anyway? You can make the argument. Like, it makes sense. Google's just do this. Just only show an answer box. No one's clicking on the uh, blue links anyway. They're showing that big answer box that says that you know, the weather in New York City is X, right? Who's clicking on anything else? Great. But why not offer the blue links? Okay, and that's where my theory comes in. Why not just leave them there? I don't think anyone would say, you know what? We're so bothered by having so many options here. Okay, when was the last time you went to the store and said, I hate the supermarket. There are so many options. I just want one type of ice cream. Darn this peanut butter tracks versus mint chocolate chip. I want no options. Just Neapolitan. Now you got me thinking about ice cream. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have me to thank for that. Yeah, seriously. Okay. Um, You're allergic to peanut butter, right? I am allergic to peanut butter. Deathly allergic. So that's not a choice for you, right? Peanut butter tracks? It's only mint chocolate for me. Okay. All right. Back to now. Okay. So why mobile this time around? Simple. Well, not simple, but you know what I mean. Okay. It's the next round of data collection, a more refined collection, a targeted collection. Targeting who? Well, obviously mobile users. Right you are. Thank you, Watson. You're very welcome. (laughs) Guess what mobile users do? They use voice assistants. I've seen data from multiple sources that show that anywhere between 50 to 75% of voice assistant usage comes on a mobile phone. Makes sense because you can't schlep your Google Home around with you. Schlep, that's another word Morty uses. (laughs) People like Morty use. Okay, schlep means like carry around, bring with you. Okay, so what I think happened, Morty's theory is that Google ran a zero result SERP test again. This time they kept it around. They're saying it's around forever on mobile and desktop, right, originally. To see, okay, what's the trust factor out there with zero results being shown with just that one answer coming from us, okay? But now they want to know, how does it look like on mobile? What does the data say with the demographic, the only demographic that we really want to focus on? The demographic that uses voice assistance, the mobile demographic. What does that trust factor look like solely with that one demographic? And that's why you have just mobile and no desktop. And that is is my theory. Wow, you really put a lot of thought into this. I, yeah. Well, no. I'm going to come to this podcast and offer yeah. our lovely audience something off the cuff. No. Okay, listen, I want to add my thoughts, by the way, on the impact of zero result uh, SERPs. Okay, so let me be so bold as to judge the SEO impact of this. 
thank you for that. <laughs> um, so how big of a deal do you think this is? I think it's somewhat a big deal. Right. Some, so someone. Right. Okay. Well, most people probably say the same thing, right? In a knee-jerk sort of way, they're going to say, well, this is anywhere from being moderately big to being a huge deal. I mean, no organic results. What? No. Okay. But slower down there. Okay. Because as I hit on earlier, you search for You said you'd want to query for a time in New York City right now. You get a box that gives you the answer. What exactly are you clicking on after that? Okay, you have your answer. Here's a time in New York. It's 8.25 in the morning. It's not really what time it is right now, but whatever. Um, what, what are you clicking on after that? There's nothing else to click on. So who cares? Right? If Google puts a button there, that, that it's the only way you're going to access your site is via that button being clicked. Are you really losing out on clicks you wouldn't have gotten anyway? Okay. So from that perspective, I would say out of the, you know, on the SEO impact meter, out of a 10, Maybe it's a two, three, I give it a four or something like that, whatever. On the other hand, this is a big, big move. And it's breaking down walls. All right, it's throwing away old taboos. Okay, look, okay, look at it like this. Look how Danny Sullivan responded to the criticism last time. Everyone went wild. Oh my God, there's no results on the SERP. All right, Danny comes back with a whole big Twitter message saying, no, 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 no. We pulled back the test. We got our data. We got our feedback. This is going away. We went too far. We got it. Okay. This time, SEOs don't like it. Sites are going crazy. Meh. Who cares? Okay. Look at the, the difference in the response. Why? Because now, old barriers, old taboos are no more. And that's potentially huge. Okay. That can spell a whole heap of changes and shifts and paradigm uh, recalibrations, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Google breaking an old taboo. And Google moving into a totally new direction with this and saying this is officially what's going to happen with these queries, for the time being at least, is a whole new, um, it's a whole new way of Google speaking, so to speak. It's a lot of speaking. Okay? And that gets a 9 out of 10 on my SEO impact meter. Wow. Okay? That's a good time for the poll question, by the way. So take it away, Jacqueline. How much do zero results SERPs matter to you? Mm, how much do zero results tongue twister? How much do zero results SERPs matter to you? Oh, uh, well, by the way, let's quickly share the results from last week, mm -hmm. where we asked if Google has an ethical duty beyond just showing the most popular results, and you said, circa ninety percent of you said, yes. Okay, that was the whole thing last week. We had like bears, but you weren't getting bears; you're getting a football oh, team, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, pretty much everybody agrees Google should not be doing that. For the most part. Yeah, I nice. think so too. Yeah, yeah that's good. I agree. Okay. Oh, oh, oh I forgot. Okay. Um, last point on zero result SERPs. I'm going to put a bet on this. I'm placing my SEO bets on zero result SERPs. The jackpot will be divided equally among the winning tickets. They will not be a thing. <laughs> In fact, out of the millions of queries, well, queries, keywords, okay, queries, either way, uh, that rank ranger tracks, just a minuscule amount of keywords produce zero result SERPs. Mm -hmm. And I'll put all the SEO money in the world, if you will. That's a lot. Yeah, oh, it's a ton. You should see my SEO bank account. <laughs> uh-huh. It's, it's in Sweden. Not Sweden, it's Switzerland. I can't. Yeah, I have a Swedish bank account. With a lot of money in it. Apparently. Right, obviously. Because, and it's not, because for SEO, you don't put your money in Switzerland. You put it in Sweden. <laughs> all right, all right. Let me just get that out of the way. Um, you will never see this. For every single answer box. So if you type in, like, I don't know, um, Barack Obama's height, which you'll, you'll get a answer box showing you his height. You will still get results for that kind of query. That's never going to go away. All right? More, 
this will remain very, 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 very limited, and I think it will disappear again. Okay, last time I said, oh, they're going to definitely bring zero results orbs back, and they did. I was right. Yeah. Okay, this time I'm saying they're going to go away okay. for the same reason as last time. It's not about user experience. Okay? First off, then you should do it for a lot more queries than you're doing it for right now, Google. Why is it only for calculations and weather, right? A lot, there's a lot of queries out there that could qualify for this. A dictionary, right? If I, what's the meaning of the word whatever? And you got a dictionary box. Do I really need Webster showing up below it? How come I don't get zero results there, right? This is, again, meant to collect data. And once they have their data collected, this will go away again. That is my SEO bet, and you could take that to my bank in Sweden. <laughs> don't go to Switzerland. I don't have a bank there. Okay, it's in Sweden. Okay. okay. All right, I'm done. I'm done theorizing. Yeah. It's a lot for, for today, a lot of theorizing. Yeah, seriously. Mm -hmm. By the way, okay, so you just have to know, okay, sometimes you do have hard data, and sometimes you need to use your noodle. <laughs> Right? I haven't called it a noodle like my father's yelling. Yeah, Use your noodle. Like, like, I don't know. What's a noodle? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> All right. And, and, okay, so way too often people do that. And right? they they people put out a theory and they just get flack. And I expect flack for what I said here today. I'm someone's gonna send me something saying, Well no, it's a theory, okay? And that's why I stated the obvious earlier. It's just a theory. Cool your jets. Okay? I like that. Cool your jets. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if this is going to be a sports reference. No, oh, it's no, it's an airplane reference this time. <laughs> but the Jets are a sports team. <laughs> yeah. Two, there's the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> oh, God, what did I start? Uh, hockey, and then there's the Jets oh, who God. are... My kids said this week, I'm a big Steeler fan. They're a Pittsburgh football team. To steal. Whatever, right. It's No, metal. Uh -huh. Steel, right? Yeah. And my kid goes to me, Jets are garbage. I'm like, yeah, as you know, he's seven years old. <laughs> like, nice. Is that a phrase I you use? So I use, proud. like, yeah, the Jets stink. So proud. My brother was a big Jet fan, so oh, okay. I, I made sure to share that with him. The Jets are garbage. I'm sure okay. Loved it. All the Jet fans here are like, who are the Jets? Anyway, okay. I expect to get flack for this, and there's no, there's no reason for that because so many times people in the industry, good people, well meaning people, educated, smart, informed people, who are taking time to do some research, come up with a well-reasoned opinion, and they share it. And I'm not talking about myself, okay? I get paid to do that. That's my job, okay? But there are people out there who it's not their job, and they put out research, they put out papers, they put out all sorts of analysis and theories, and it helps the industry big time, and they get flack, okay? Is this another one of Morty's pet peeves? Oh, you know what? Damn right it is. Roll music! <laughs> Okay, so you, you know, you know, you know, you got me going now. Okay, okay. So what's getting me on this particular moment is um, Marie Haynes. Okay, she is wonderful. She's fabulous, and she recently did a whole piece on eat, um, E A T, not eat, uh, expertise, authoritativeness, and trust. And I mean, it was seriously comprehensive. And look, here we are again discussing eat and Y M Y L. Okay, uh, that aside, in this piece, she said. And I believe it could be true based on what I saw in some case studies that I ran that some of the things Google asks its quality readers to do um, can be done in some way, in a general way, the general thrust of it or close to it. They can be done by Google algorithmically. And she got a lot of praise for this piece, and it was well due to her. It was prolific. And at the same time, I saw so many negative comments. Oh, all this E stuff is nonsense. Enough of eat already. Come on. Look, disagree, go for it. It's a theory. She didn't say, this is conclusively 100% the case. No, come on, okay? She, you know, she wrote this just to fool you, okay? No, 
This is her best, most thought-out expert opinion. Take it or leave it. But it deserves respect. Mm -hmm. That's right. I'm not going to break out into into song. (laughs) You were thinking. I saw you. (laughs) Totally was thinking. No, I can't do that to you. Um, Someone's taking the time to share a valuable, thoughtful opinion with the SEO community. And I'm not singling out this particular case. I see it more than I want to, and that's really the problem. Someone writes something that people disagree with, and instead of being reasonable and accepting the reality that we do not know everything about SEO and Google, and sometimes the best you're going to get is a good theory. No, people just bash it. You know what? You do better, right? Let's say you take a time out of your day, put yourself out there like that, and it's not easy. Okay, listen, all I'm saying is, Let's tone it down a bit. Let's be courteous. Let's be realistic that sometimes you, all you're going to get, the best you're going to get is a good theory. Mm-hmm. And I am done because that was so <laughs> cathartic. That was great. All right. On to the news. Take it away, Jacqueline. All right. Search Console has been updated to better reflect mobile first indexing. Now, error counts and the new issues will reflect mobile errors, not desktop, for those sites that have been moved to the new index. Welcome to the mobile first world. That makes sense. Onwards. Okay. Google Home Hub now supports speakable markup, which enables publishers to markup sections for a news article that are most relevant to be read aloud by the Google Assistant. Mm. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Okay, well, look at that. Publishers, you're getting, you're mm-hmm. getting your fixed to AMP URLs. You're being heard. Mm-hmm. And now you're getting a way that your content can be read by Google Voice devices. Okay, the upshot here is, and we've discussed this here a few times already, but we'll make the point again. This helps Google offer deeper content. It helps Google have something to offer when someone wants to actually learn something other than if it's raining outside or Shaq's shoe size or uh, how many kilos of cocaine the Rolling Stones did in 1977. <laughs> okay? um, that makes the, hey, someone just told me, a friend of mine just told me, oh, yeah, I bought tickets to the Rolling Stones. I'm like, I heard they had to put Keith Richards' fingers into an electrical socket just to wake him up before a show. Oh, Lord. Okay. Oh, okay. Right, no, this is great. Just Publishers, make sure that you mark up the right sections mm-hmm. because if all you do is mark up your headers, that's all Google's going to read, mm-hmm. right? The user will ask the question, Google will read your header, and then no mas. Okay. okay, get this. Google has formed a new global strategic partnership with the Walt Disney Company, Ooh. which will allow Google to serve ads across Disney properties. Mm, Disney. Disney is killing it. And if you're Star Wars fans... What I mean is Disney has killed it. Okay, in all seriousness, you have to realize what this means. Uh, it means everything Disney advertising okay, comes under the Google umbrella, everything online mm-hmm. especially. Uh, I know there was some kind of thing of um, partnering with um, actual ads on TV also. I'm not talking about like Mickey Mouse. So you have to realize, okay, Monday Night Football, George Stephanopoulos, Buzz Lightyear, it's all Disney, ESPN, ABC, Marvel, Pixar, all Disney properties. Oh. I'm very up. I am very surprised this story did not get more coverage than it did. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Any calls from Google Ads location extensions can now be counted as conversations as long as the account level call Convergence. Oh, conversions. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. As long as the account level call reporting is enabled. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that should boost some conversion rates on your reports mm-hmm. because it's the same in reality. But yeah, on your reports. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? All right. Google's new search results page design has a rounded search bar that now sticks to the top of the page as you scroll through the search results. Fancy. I don't know if you checked it out. Uh, I've seen a few times. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I like it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. You know what? Actually, let's jump on that last point. Okay. Because I was debating what to discuss here. Here, I'll tell you in a minute what's here. Okay. Um, So let's stick with SERP. This is a week of like SERP. We're going all in on SERP, or Zero Organic Results, and now 
the big change to the format, the, the UI, the, the SERP, now looks different. Uh, and this comes from um, an all-around great guy, Brody Clark, and his article is Google about to launch a design overhaul as we get into our content of the week. Winner! So Brody wrote this before the update, right before Google rolled out their new, uh, the new way the SERP looks. So hence the, the title of his article is, is Google about to, not Google has launched a design overhaul. But I still wanted to bring it up because uh, the good sir brought up a very good point. And thorough as he is, Brody showed that there's actually big implications. For example, Brody saw the new format that Google was at the time testing and now has rolled out has PLAs on two rows, not one. Big whoop, right? Yeah, big whoop, except it makes a, the PLA is a heck of a lot more visible, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like when you, you put a lot of um, space into a tweet to make it look much bigger. Right? It's a nice little uh, hack for you there. Yeah. Who would ever do something like <laughs> that? I don't know. Not me. Uh, all the time. Okay. The point is, okay, when people ask, why do you care about all these little Google changes? Um, you, you could say it's because we're sick and it's an addiction. I jest, of course. I mean, you could say that. But it really is because these format changes often signal new trends and new strategies and can often include aspects that have a real impact on what users click on. Okay, what's visible? Look, even a simple sprucing up of a SERP feature box, which the design of the box is now different, okay, can make the box more click attractive. It's more noticeable. And we see this with brand redesigns all the time. Right? A brand goes about and redesigns their logo by making a slight little small change. Do we say there, by the way, well, why would you do that? What a small little change. Who cares? Right? We don't say that, right? It's because there we somehow intuitively understand that even though it's a small, slight, minuscule change, it does make it just a bit more attractive, and that just a bit can have a big impact, okay? Um, so with the new redesign, so yes, oh, Google rounded this thing into this sticky head and this hook. Some of these changes, just like when the brand redesigns their logo, can have a big impact on what users actually click on, what they notice when they see the results page pulled up and that'll do it for our seo content of the week thank you brody so you know it's that time again by the way oh no uh that's it okay um yep our time here is limited and what i mean here is on the show i don't mean limited like in the cosmic sense i'm not trying to get into any sort of cosmic statements forget it whatever um our time here is almost out and i'm out of breath and now it's time for the fun seo send off Okay, you know you love it. All right, come on. Looking at me like, <laughs> no, why do we have to do this I'm every week? I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. <sighs> okay, here it is. Oh, God. Drum roll, please. Okay. Your fun SEO send-off question for the week is, if Google were a condiment, if it were a sauce, what sauce would it be? Fuck. <laughs> so yeah, I did have a week to think about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She told me, like, stop asking me like, um, like uh, right before the show or on the show. Give me some time. I don't yeah, know what that. Seriously. Yeah, so, so I gave her a week. No, okay, fine. So my answer was honey. Honey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. So work. With <laughs> I don't me. know. Yeah, just work with me here. Okay. Okay. okay let's let's hear why. Why is okay. it honey? So the way honey is sticky, dense, and closely linked. Mm. Mm, yeah. 
Google sticks its way into everything and it's dense with content, links. I don't know. It links together. <laughs> I have no clue. I'm sorry. These questions are getting more and more ridiculous. I think I should come up with the next one. You should. Why is all the pressure yeah. on me? No, Go ahead. No, know I'm what? Fine. Next week, folks, Jacqueline has a fun <laughs> SEO Sunday question. It's oh, on you. No. And I want it in a week in advance. I don't want this you nonsense right before you the show. You got it. You got okay, it. Okay, fine. All right. All right. Oh, okay. Mine, right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yours. Pancake yours. syrup. Pancake syrup? Gosh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. First off, not the natural stuff, not actual maple syrup. Mm -hmm. Okay. Why? Because pancake syrup, you know, like Aunt Jemima. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. But you have to wonder what's actually in this that yeah, makes you, it good. Yeah, you don't even want to know. I don't. Yeah. Probably not. And it's just like Google, right? It's so good, but what's actually in it? How does it work? You know, what's okay, the... Yeah, okay, got it? Okay, and that, that okay. will do it for us and this edition of the In Search SEO Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Don't forget to fill out the poll question. You will find that on our Twitter account, on my Twitter account, on Jacqueline's Twitter account, on the Rank Ranger LinkedIn, on the Rank Ranger blog where we post this very episode of the In Search SEO Podcast. Again, subscribe on iTunes, a new episode every single Tuesday. Oh, forgot. Um, yes. Beta Blitz. All right. The wait is finally over, guys. Rank Ranger has officially released Beta Blitz. Yeah. Check it out and you are welcome. That's right. See the blog post? Take it for a spin. Sign up for a free trial and put your thumb on the scale and let us know where you want the final version of the reports to go. Above the fold reporting, a SEO industry exclusive, rank fluctuation, keyword track. It's all there. Take a look at the blog post on it. It's on the Rank Ranger blog. Beta Blitz is here. And mm -hmm. that is it for the In Search SEO podcast for real. No more, nothing else to add on to it. Okay? Because it's In Search because we're all in search of something. I'm in search of some of that mint chocolate ice cream. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Okay, yeah. get some of that. Have a good one. All right. All right.